Oh, hell, do you read me? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. What's up, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of the All Things Dave podcast, and I'm your host, Phantom Dark Dave, and today I'm bringing back Johnny Staggs because we're catching up with him. What's up, buddy? Doing all right, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm just so excited to get you back on the show, man. I feel like it's been forever. I know. Have I been on this podcast with you? Yeah, you did at least one when I introduced you to the world Okay, for your third or fourth introduction, you know? Right, right. I, I could, I could remember they these last few years just all run together, and I was couldn't remember. I knew we, you know, have been trying to get together for a while now. So yeah, well, it doesn't help when your buddy always shuts down a podcast and starts a new one. They just got to blend together. But this will be the the final one that we do because I, I named it so perfectly to just cover whatever I want to do. And what's better than that? And, and Johnny, honestly, one of the things I want to do is literally the name of the episode is I just want to catch up with you because we talk every time, but we've never really got to sit down and just talk. Right. No, and we text almost every week. You're you're the best for just reaching out like, hey, guys, how you doing? And, and I always feel bad if I'm in the middle of something with work and like, oh, crap, I didn't get to respond. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Even if you say that, too, that makes you feel better. Like, okay, you saw it, but you were busy. That's no problem. But, uh, man, you know, you see my podcast studio, and I see your podcast studio, and I really like what I'm seeing back there. Yeah, I'm in my nerd cave, just on the daybed, just just being very relaxed right now. And normally whenever we talk, I'm on my couch, and so it's a little bit awkward trying to set up properly on the couch because you can't – I don't want to slump because it's the, cause the computer's on a desk, and it's just, you know, it's just kind of – you know, not the most comfortable, but here I've got my computer on my lap. I'm just, I'm just chilled right now. It's Thursday, almost Friday, so it's all good. Yeah, you're just counting down to the weekend. You got any special plans coming up? Yes, uh, we're actually going to go to the movies, which we well, don't get to do as much anymore. Um, we're going to go see Spider Man. So it's going to be me, Christy, my wife, and her sister and her sister's husband, and then after Spider Man. Christy and her sister is going to go do something, and my brother-in-law and I, we're going to go watch Transformers. 
Well, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say, Johnny, you haven't been on this podcast more than 10 minutes and you're already talking Marvel, but then you switched it up and went to Transformers. So at least you're covering all pop culture. And that's why you and I are such good friends, man. You're, you're kind of my pop culture enthusiast. You'll love this. My tattoo artist, you know what he calls me? What's that? His pop culture canvas. Pop culture canvas. That works, doesn't it? Right. Speaking of, how long has it been since you got inked up? It's been three years. I was one of his first clients after the restrictions of tattoo parlors were able to open back up with the pandemic. And so that's when I got the Chernabog. You have any plans of getting some more tattoos? I have. I've been chatting with him a little bit, trying to find a time that I can get a little bit more done. Do you have any idea what your next one's going to be? I don't. Um, cause I've got several in my mind. I still want a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one. Oh, yeah, that I've been be wanting cool. one. I want I want Donatello. That's my turtle, so I want Donatello. I want a Avatar: The Last Airbender, even if it's just the symbols or something. I would love to have that. Yeah, I know how much you love that anime. Oh, that that just that. I need to watch more anime. I need to give it a try. But man, I just love Avatar. I mean, careful, Ed will get in a wreck right now when he hears that you want to start watching more anime. Oh, give me some good suggestions. Um, I actually started watching Avatar because it was when the movie came out in 2010. Um, Chrissy's cousins, um, their dad was had cancer and was basically just didn't have long long left here. And so Chrissy and I was going to – their mom asked, hey, can you take them to the movies? You know, get them out of the house because they were just sitting there watching their dad, you know – get worse and worse and so she's i think they want to see that airbender movie and i'd never seen avatar and everything so i said well i, I want to kind of see what it's about you know so i just don't go in you know knowing nothing so you know my favorite place mckay's i picked up season one and i'm like well let me watch a few episodes i got addicted to the point like i'm like i have to order season two and three now because i gotta have them ready um to watch immediately because this was 2010 so netflix was around but we didn't have great internet service here to that streaming wasn't really a viable option so it was still dvds blu-rays back then so yeah that's how i got into avatar i just got addicted i even had my portable dvd player taking it to work so every lunch break i could watch two episodes so do you have a long lunch or are they short episodes uh, uh, I get an hour lunch, and okay. you know, after commercials, twenty three minutes, so you can get two episodes yeah, in. That's not bad. I sad day, man. I've never watched that all the way through. I think I've seen an episode, maybe. Oh, it's so good. I put it up there, and you're gonna appreciate this. I say that, and Batman the animated series are the Woo! two best animated shows I've ever seen. Yeah, a lot of people will agree with you. Batman the animated series is super awesome. I actually it's- own that. I can say. It's perfect. It's just, to me, the best representation of Batman. It's serious, but it's still got comedy. It's, you know, it really portrays the villains in a wonderful way. I mean, that's where the Mr. Freeze we know and love as, you know, that sympathetic villain came from. Yep. And, I mean, Mark Hamill as the Joker, come on, you can't beat it. Yeah, everybody was perfect on that show, weren't they? They really were, and it was sad that Kevin passed away, so there'll be no more movies with him as the voice of Batman, but man, what a legacy he has left behind. I was just about to say the same thing. I mean, 
I don't know Kevin Conroy before Batman. I'm sure he had a career doing something, but he will always be Batman, won't he? He will. I mean, just uh, that voice, that, that's Batman. And he, I mean, he really did pair perfectly with Mark Hamill. They had it. They were like a dynamic. Like usually, people talk about Batman and Robin, but it was definitely Batman and Joker. Right, right. And I like it because it naturally brought Robin in without making a big deal about that show. You know, because the first season didn't have Robin, but you know, whenever it did bring it in, it didn't change so much to me. You know, it's just it's like oh, it's just it's now Batman and Robin, and it still kept it serious but fun. You know, it walked that fine balance of, you know, how to do Batman because, you know, in the movies, we've got serious Batman, Christian Bale, or we've got campy Batman, George Clooney, you know, kind of the Tim Burton somewhere in between. But, you know, that here recently we just had real serious Batman and that's fine and all, but, you know, I like Batman to, you know, at least acknowledge, you know, this is a comic book movie, you know, it can be serious, but still have a good time, you know. Sure. Yeah. And the Batman, but, the animated series was such a collective effort and you feel like everybody was honed in on making the project, everything from the matte paintings to the voice acting, the storytelling with Bruce Tim, Paul Dini. I mean, it even brought us Harley Quinn. Right, and um, and one thing about the Batman anime, the title cards. Oh my oh. gosh, they were a work of art in themselves. Yeah, yeah, I love that intro. That, that definitely goes down top ten greatest '90s cartoon. Even the cartoon and intro, like if there was two separate lists, it would make top tier on both. Right, and you know I'm a big Superman person, as you can see behind me. I've got my Superman shelf, but. Even when they tried to do Superman the anime series, as good as it was, it still did not top Batman. You know what's funny about that? You what's just that? set up the perfect segue to where I was headed because I have a specific list that I had prepared on my computer that I wanted to talk to you about. Do you want to talk Superman? Let's talk Superman. Now, I will come out of the gate and say that you know hand over fist more than I do about Superman. You're a very big Superman fan. I've never quizzed you on anything. I'm not going to quiz you on anything, but I want your personal opinions on some things because it's going to share a little bit with me about the world of Superman. And so I went searching on some websites and found the essentially top 10 best actors to play Superman. And it's in a list from 10 down to one, one being the best. And I kind of know, because we're friends, where you stand on some of these, but there's some of these other guys that I don't really know much about, and I want to know if you've seen them, what you think about it, and just let the conversation flow. All right, I'm ready. All right, so before I kickstart this list, because we did talk Batman, was Kevin Conroy your favorite Batman, or did you tell me? I've always said he's my favorite Batman. Okay, that's what I I thought you said. Now, the first movie I saw in theaters by myself... Um, we didn't go to the theater a lot, and I think I've told you this before, but I was 12 years old, and we they just, my mom said, hey, let's go to the movies. And I'm like, wow, we've got HBO at home. Why are we <laughs> going to the movies? You know, we just, that's not something we did. But we went, and I kind of, I wasn't much of a rebellious child, but they were going to go see Ghostbusters 2, and I said, I'm going to go see Batman. Yeah. And she's like, why? You've never watched Batman. I said, I'm going to go see Batman, you know, just because it, I, I was being a little stubborn and everything. Set in the seat, middle aisle, middle, you know, just perfect center seat. Two hours of pure bliss. I walked out of that movie like 
I love this. So, um, in the pandemic, when the first began, our local theater was uh, playing older movies because they didn't have any new movies sure. to play. So they were playing older movies, like for five dollars a ticket, and they played Batman and Batman Returns oh. one week after another. And so I went back, and so that first week they played Batman. I was twelve years old again, sitting there like. This is going to just, you know, be awesome. And it was. And Batman Returns is the only live-action Batman movie I missed in theaters in my lifetime. So I finally got to go back and watch it in theaters. So it was like, finally, you know, that missing piece, that puzzle is complete now. So That's awesome. Yeah, Tim Burton Batman is amazing. Right. I, I love them still. I mean, they're just, again, they're fun. You know, Jack Nicholson is fun. Michelle Pfeiffer still my favorite Catwoman. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, not to make this too much of a Batman episode, though there's nothing wrong with that, I really enjoyed the recent Batman movie, and it wasn't until then where I started comparing some of those. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like the new Batman movie. Matt Reeves, I think, is a great director. Um, he did Cloverfield, and yep. he did the last two of the Planet of the Apes movies, which I think are phenomenal. So when they said he wasn't doing Batman, I'm like, you know, I'm not worried about this at all. Uh, 100% you've got my, you've you've got my faith you know so and, did, and I walked, didn't your boy Michael Cicchino do the soundtrack Michael Cicchino yes Man, match so, made in heaven when you can have Matt Reeves and Michael Cicchino right you've got that right um, and I loved it it was what three and a half hours almost or three hours but it, didn't it was over feel three like hours it, you know not at all yeah it was such a great movie and I was talking to my buddy Curtis and he was ta- he's a big Batman fan okay and he was talking about that movie. He said, I've waited all my life for a Batman movie detective story. Oh, I finally great. got it. Yes. So, Yeah, I think that was definitely a missing puzzle piece. And I love that they didn't spend all day telling us the origin story again. It's like we already have somebody who we have established he's Batman. In fact, he's been Batman for a couple of years now, but he's still trying to get the hang of it. And it was such a cool like story arc. Yeah, we don't need to see those pearls fall again really on the big screen. Man, well, you know this can be a Batman episode. That is okay. I'm just saying, you start opening up this DC world, I just get really giggly and excited about it. But you know, we talked about we love Tim Burton Batman. Well, obviously, we're referring to Michael Keaton. We're about to get some more of that. I know, I know. I, I do hate that the Batgirl movie got canceled. I know. Or non-release, because I was, I was really looking forward to him. The fact that Michael they finished King, it? Come on. Brandon Fraser was in yes. it. I mean, it's from the directors of, um, oh, what was it that they did that was, uh, the new Bad Boys movie that got, like, wonderful reviews. Huh. Um, so I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the issue was, but I was really looking forward to it. And the girl that was playing Batgirl, I don't know if you saw the movie In the Heights, I didn't, but I really wanted to. It was my favorite movie of 2021. That's all I need to know. I'm going to watch it. And she was amazing in it. Um, there's two there's two female leads in it. Okay. She was secondary female lead in the the older sister from the new Scream movies. Yep. She was the first one, but the second... Oh. She, the girl... Yeah, the girl that played Batgirl, she stole the movie from 
everyone just about. I mean, she was so good in it. Well, you know, I'm a song and dance man, and so I love a good musical. I love just a, a fun movie in general. And when I had seen, I forgot what I was watching, but they played the trailer for Into the Heights, and I was like, I look over at Julia, I'm like, we're going to go see that. And then, of course, we didn't, but I know it streams, so ask me next time we podcast, and I'll be able to say I've seen it. <laughs> awesome. Like I say, it was my favorite movie of 2021. I, was, I left the theater, just big smile on my face, just loved the music. I mean, it was just an amazing movie, in my opinion. Well, the reason I had brought that up with Batman is because, yeah, you started it, and we're segueing into Superman, but I love the new Batman that we just got, and I love old-school Batman with Adam West. Those are probably my two favorite Batmans, and that's two different kinds of fun. Right. Absolutely. And I I don't love the Christian Bale Batman movies, but I really still enjoy them. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're, they're I'm still glad Batman they... Movies. They're still Batman movies, and and my favorite still Batman Begins, which I know a lot of people it's The Dark Knight, but I really like Batman Begins. I I love, I mean it's just a good origin story, um for this Batman and and I and I do like the I, the, uh, the Dark Knight Rises right the third one and eh, eh, it was it to me it had its flaws in it, but but still it was a pretty solid so trilogy. I'm writing down a list. Okay, that's two. What is his name? Matt Hardy? No, no, that's a wrestler. What's the Bane's name? The guy who plays Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. See, I knew I was close. Two Tom Hardy movies that Johnny Staggs doesn't like too much. Okay, we got uh, the third Batman, Christopher Nolan universe, and we got Nemesis. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> and they, not, none of the flaws is Tom Hardy's fault. <laughs> Just that's the way a cookie crumbles, man. Because <laughs> uh, he's in the best Mad Max movie. Ooh, so. Oh, and you, you call the now? Is that a remake or was that just a sequel? It's a continuation. Okay. He's just taking over the role. Cool. Um, Man, why have we had another one? They're trying to do a Furiosa prequel. Oh. I think it's like being filmed. Um, what's her name? Anya Taylor-Joy. Yep. She's taking over the role uh, for Charlize Theron for cool. the younger self. So She's a I thought, you know, she really is. Um, what year was did, that? Um, Ask me. What, Go ahead. What year uh, for... Um, I was going to say, just the things I've seen her in, even the New huh. Mutants, which wasn't that great. That was, I mean, she was good in it. I actually liked that movie. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, but, it wasn't perfect, uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I Last Night in Soho was amazing. Love that movie. Love and that the fact that that movie. came out in 2021, maybe that was my favorite movie of 2021. Hmm? Hey, it was uh, that one's on t- close to mine. It's Edgar Wright. You know I love Edgar Wright. I know movies, you do. But- but this he is an Edgar Wright not. movie with no Simon Pegg. <laughs> hey, it's been done before. Baby Driver was awesome, and so was Scott Pilgrim. There you go. All right, let's transition over to Superman, because I'm really interested. I I like Superman, but I don't love Superman, and I'm hoping after talking to you that maybe you'll get me into Superman a little more. So we'll start with what's ranked at number 10, and it's a tie between John Newton and Gerard Christopher. We're going back to The Adventures of Superboy from 1988 to 1991. Um, I like those shows. Um, they're very much silly. You know, they're... Um, but they're fine. They're very low budget. Okay. Um, even for 80 standards, but they're both really good in the role. Um, it's probably got my favorite Lana Lang of any. Oh. In her, um, I can't think of the actress's name. And as soon as I 
hearing about well of course um she really portrayed it very well um but yeah i mean um the first season was um I, I, you just said the name, the non-Christopher oh, Gerard. Was John Newton. Yeah, he only did yeah. the first season. He only did the first season, then um, Christopher Gerard did the other three. and um, But they're fun. Um, and they're ones that season one came out on DVD in 2006, right before Superman Returns came out. And it took years before season two came out. Season two, three, and four was all manufactured on demand so it took forever to get that collection complete on dvd and you're a completionist you have to get it <laughs> you know it i i sold some blu-rays over the weekend to mckay's not because i didn't like it i'm like okay they didn't release everything i've only got half the series so i'm like i, I just i gotta be done with it yeah i'm like it just it just drives me crazy whenever you can't complete it so does it drive you crazy that her name is Stacy Hayduck? Hayduck, yes, yeah. that's it. Don't know yeah. her. <laughs> she, yeah, she's an amazing Lana Lang. I really liked her a lot. Awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Hundred episodes? That's a big maybe. That's long. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if, if my memory serves me right, the only reason it got canceled was ABC was doing Lois and Clark. Okay. And so somehow know that the rights came up, and so they had to stop doing. Superboy because of it. Gotcha. If I'm not mistaken, and someone will let me know if I'm wrong. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. <laughs> Let's move to number nine because we're going back probably as mm, close to as far as this list goes. We're going to 1948 with the first ever live action Superman. I'll get his name wrong, but it's Kirk. Is Kirk it? Allen. Allen. Okay. That's how you spell Allen. A-L-Y-N. That is cool. Uh, I've always heard it say it's Alan, Kirk Allen. Yeah, it's totally believable. And that was just Superman and Adam Man versus Superman. Yeah, they're they're um serials. They're awesome. Um so I, I haven't watched the second one, but I have seen the first one and it's just so much fun. Um and whenever he becomes Superman, it's animated. What? Okay. Yeah, because you know they didn't have big special effects. It's you know just a little serial before the main movie, so so, but yeah, he he's fine. I mean, the first one, and of course, you can't, you know, he has nothing to really go by except for the comic book, which was sure. awesome. And but but yeah, they're just fun. And um, fun fact: Lois Lane was played by Noel Neal in the serials, and then after Phyllis Coates left the Adventures of Superman, they brought Noel Neal back to reprise the role for the rest of George Reeves' series. Oh wow! I see. I knew you were the guy for this list. <laughs> Dropping the knowledge on me today. Number eight is going to be probably the most modern. It's Tyler from Supergirl and Superman and Lois. That should be way higher. It should be. How do you say his way. last name? Hochlin? Hochlin? Uh, I've heard it pronounced one time and I can't okay. remember. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I have the list typed out and it says it's not even a word, so I believe that. <laughs> yeah, he um he should be way higher. Maybe number three. Okay. Uh, well, I thought I had heard you say that you really enjoyed the show, but tell me about his performance as Superman. Well, in Super and Lois and Superman, he's playing Superman differently than the others because he's a father. He's got two teenage boys. Oh. And one of them has developed, started developing his powers. Ooh. 
so he's having to play this as a I'm a superhero, but I'm also a father. So and I really like he's able to balance that. He's just to me, Superman, you need to have fun with it. And he has fun with it. He's got the serious moments, but he's also, you know, he he has fun. And yeah, he should be way higher. Like I said, I may put him at number three for my Superman actors. I thought you were saying good thing, and that's really cool. I had no idea that he was a dad in that series. Is that have you ever heard of that before? Like Superman having kids like that? Um, no. I, they were going to do something. Well, Superman Returns. He has a kid. Oh well, maybe I should watch that movie again. I'd only seen that once, and now uh, I know how you feel about that. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority. I love that movie, even though it was like, well, he's a stalker. I'm like, well, okay, I girls but i do love that movie well let's wait till we get there because that actually is higher on the list number seven it's going back to the 90s we got dean kane you know lois and clark yeah um the dean kane performance uh, what i really love about it is that um clark is the main character superman is what he can do i love that aspect because you know so many times it's superman and then clark is the disguise and on this one no He's Clark. Superman is the disguise, so it was it, it changed it up a little bit. Lois is Clark is cool because basically it's an old it's it's almost like a soap opera, the feel of it sometimes. Right. It's, you know maybe a little moonlighting and everything. So I mean, it's fun and I mean that gave us um Terry Hatcher. Right. I True. Mean, so and she's a great Lois Lane. I mean, she really had the you know had the charisma for that show so and i really love the cast on that um i like both jimmy olsen's and perry white was amazing so i need to go back and rewatch lois and clark was um, that show canceled or did it have an actual ending or did it just end no it ended on a cliffhanger oh that'll keep me from watching it johnny oh um and what was funny the cliffhanger had some it's out there a cliffhanger hang ended with them having a kid dropped on their front porch or on not their, their front door they they open the door and there's a kid the baby in a basket uh, and the, to be continued and it never was continued so it would be interesting to see where they were going to go with that concept for a season five yeah dean kane now just does a whole bunch of hallmark and religious type movies and he does pretty good in them but it'd be interesting to see him as superman again or if nothing else at least clark <laughs> Right. And my first convention I ever went to, he was there. Oh. And um, I didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't go up and get an autograph or a picture or anything. And, like, everyone said, well, you can just go up without paying and, like, shake his hand and everything. I said, I feel bad. I'm not going to, you know, he's here, you know, as part of his living and everything. But um, one of my wife's cousin was with us, and um, we had just got through with a panel, and he needed to go to the bathroom. So he, he came out, and he goes, I just peed next to Superman because <laughs> Dean Kane was in the urinal next to <laughs> That's funny because I was going to say you should have waited to, for him to go to the bathroom or go get some food and just catch him while he's walking and shake his hand. But Or you can pee next to him. That's cool too. And a lot of people did. They would, you know, like, he'd be walking around with his handler and people like, hey, you know, and like, can you grab a pig? And he was really nice about it and everything, but I was just too uncomfortable to do that. Sure. You've come a long way since your first convention. I have, but I still want to pay for. Oh, for sure. Auto, you know, for their time. I mean, that's what they're there for. I mean, 
So even though those prices are getting steep, too rich for my blood, which is why I didn't go to the recent convention. I wish I could have. I pouted over it, but maybe the next one. I almost went to one the week after my birthday, but the more I thought about it, like oh, I probably shouldn't. But I, Anson Mount was there. And- oh. That would have been awesome. I know. Isn't it sad how big fanboys like we are of, you know, Star Trek and superheroes and sci-fi and all these things, and we start calculating what it adds up to, and then we have friends who are like, just go there. You don't have to spend money. You can just see people in person, wave, maybe buy a toy or a shirt or something, you know, maybe get one autograph. But when you have, like, ten people you want to meet, you just talk yourself out of the whole thing, don't you? Oh, my gosh. November, before the pandemic, 2019, I went to that one convention. I spent way too much money. So much money, but it's an experience, you know. You know? It really is. A hundred dollars to see Christopher Eccleston for five seconds to stand there and get a picture made. Probably a little too much, but you know what? I've got a picture with the ninth doctor, so I'm good. There you go. I was gonna say, what if you never get to do that again, right? That's that's honestly that was my thing. I'm like I don't know if he's ever going to be close by again. He's my favorite doctor. I'm going to do it. There you go. Well, speaking of your favorites, let's talk about number six, Brandon Routh, Superman Returns from 2006. Underrated movie. Um, And I know it's got some baggage with it right now. Sure. Um, So I don't really want to focus on that, but I love Superman Returns. I love the fact that they made it a semi-sequel Right. To Superman 1 and, and 2. You know, you know it's on when I path. watched Superman Returns, I had no idea that it was a direct sequel to 1 and 2. Right, so I like that. Um, I think Brandon Routh did an amazing job taking up for um, Christopher yep. in the role. I think if they had a was able to do a sequel, I really think they would have Wrath of Condit and just really upped up everything and made a just a uh, great movie and i to this day i want to go to the alternate to uh, parallel universe where i have a sequel to superman returns it was just going to be called man of steel which um but um but yeah i really won't i really would love to see that sequel Mm. and but it was not to be guess not at least he got to do it once yeah, and he got to come back. I haven't got to see it yet because I got behind on the TV DC universe. Okay. But Brandon got to come back as Superman and Crisis on Infinite Earth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I, I should. I, I know I'm so far behind on that. I'm talking years behind. Sure. But I, I should watch that. That so- CW universe gets pretty big. <laughs> yeah, I got through five seasons of Arrow, so I was on like season three of The Flash and season two of supergirl legends of tomorrow one or two i don't it just got to be where i was it what happened we got rid of cable and was trying to stream sure and i just got behind and i still buy the blu-ray thinking i'm gonna get caught up one day yeah, i don't know if I'm maybe one day you up. will but hey you maybe. can you can rest assured you have the option that's comforting exactly yep when the mood so, strikes yeah and I really liked the, I mean, the DC TV universe. I thought it was well executed. I love that they brought in a bunch of characters that 
Um, you know, like the Legends of Tomorrow, to me, you know, going back to Marvel, it's like when Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out. Now, of course, they didn't get that big, but I remember everyone thinking, what's Guardians of the Galaxy? You know, and everyone's like, oh, this is going to be Marvel's first big flop. Yep. But obviously, that's not the case. And Legends of Tomorrow went seven seasons or something. So, I mean, not shabby. I watched it when it had just aired, and I think I made it through the first season, maybe into the second one. It's hard to remember because it's been a while. But, yeah, at that time period, I'm trying to watch all the shows live. It's like, oh, Gotham is on Monday. Flash is on Tuesday. Legends of Tomorrow is on Wednesday. Things of that nature. But the problem with too many TV shows is it leaves no time to watch movies. And that I couldn't do that. And if you miss a week, you just feel lost. Oh. You know, and and sometimes you don't love something as much as some of the others, or the season might not be as good as you know, you know, prior seasons, and you don't want to get behind. And, and sometimes, and ah, TV gods forgive me. Sometimes watching a TV show just gets to be a chore. That's true. It can. Some it can. shows outstay their welcome too. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, I was a huge fan of supernatural i had to be convinced to watch supernatural because i didn't like jansen ackles in smallville season four or dark angel season two and i'm like i don't like this guy why is he ruining my shows i like so much and so <laughs> oh he's got his own show well, i won't be watching that and everyone's like no watch it watch it you love the x-files so much you need to watch it and i did that first season reminded me so much of the x-files you know that the mood not not the premise so much as the mood and the everything vibe. yeah I mean, so it was a great kind of, you know, X-Files show. And then um, by season nine, I'm like, okay, I'm just tired. I'm just, you know, 22 episodes a year. It's just, it's getting to be too much. And I just, I just had to cold turkey, cold turkey just stop. You know, I'm like, you know. And that show I'm, put out I'm, over 20 seasons. So it's it, a good it thing was, you stopped when you did if you were already yeah, filming it. Was, it was, it was, it just got to be almost repetitive at that point. Yeah. And I know it had his fans till the end, so but good for them. But yeah, I, I just it was just getting to be too much. I know that this is a sin about you know what I'm about to say because you and I are, are such big fans of pop culture, and that's so many different avenues. But the truth is, you you really can't love everything. No, you can't. And there's so much out there right now. Oh man, and now it's all a click, of, you know, just one click away. That doesn't make it any easier. Right. I mean. I'm behind on all my Disney Plus shows. You know, I've not watched a lot of the Star Wars stuff or the Marvel stuff. And, and again, it's almost like homework. You want to try to keep everything. And I know there's people out there that's able to watch everything and love it. I just don't have the time these days. So, you know, it's just kind of... Johnny, I'm just saying, if we had been kids or te- low teenagers at this time, we've been watching everything. You better believe I would. Man, because when you and I were growing up, I didn't have cable. You had the, a few channels, and you know, so you and I were big physical media guys. And so, if we wanted to watch it, we had to buy it. Exactly. And I'm still big. I'm getting. I'm trying to cut back and narrow. You know, like um, um, just get rid of a bunch because I've got too much. You well, know, the problem but, is, is your collection's growing, but your house isn't getting any bigger, so you're right. starting to feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm downsizing big time. I went through my movies, and I need to go through them again. I'm like, am I ever going to watch this? Really? Am I going to watch this again? You've got it digitally. 
if you lost it digitally, would you be upset? I don't know if I will or not. So that's just kind of my thing. Now, Star Trek, never going away. My physical Star Trek Hell collection. No. Nope, nope. It's staying forever. Star Trek is for life, man. You've got that right. Well, you already mentioned this TV show, so let's dive into it. Number five is Tom Welling. So we got Smallville, and that went from 2001 to 2011. And that's one. Here's my thing about Smallville. It went 10 seasons. I love Smallville. Love it, love it, love it. My biggest crutch with Smallville is that it stuck to the rules from season one all the way through, and I think it should have stopped that. It was no flights, no tights. Yep. To me, when he went to Metropolis, maybe they should have just ended Smallville in five seasons. The first half beat Smallville, five seasons, how it is. Then he moves to Metropolis in season 10. Call it Metropolis. Ooh. It's a new show, same characters, almost a continuation, but a spinoff. Put him in the suit. You know, they, they did some cool things like having the leather jacket, you know, red jacket with the S on it and everything. Sure. But, you know, this At is a big blue boy scout. Yeah. I want him in the suit. And we just got a brief little thing of him in the suit in the last episode. But I love Tom Welling. I think he was fantastic um, in the Clark Kent role. He didn't do a lot of Superman, obviously, because, you know, no flights, no tights. Right. But, I mean, they did really well to adapt, you know, to bring in – um, DC characters in there. Um, True. I mean, I thought I, I love Smallville to this day. I still love Smallville. I think it's a fun show. And I don't think we would have the CW shows that we did if it wasn't for what Smallville kicked off. I don't either. And that uh, I always said my favorite Lana Lang. Smallville is my favorite Lois Lane. There you go, Erica. Um, well, Durant, <laughs> Erica Durant. My brain is getting old and names don't keep... I think it's Erica Durant. I just... She was... From the first scene she was in, I'm like, is this my favorite Lois? This might be my favorite Lois. <laughs> Johnny's like pinching she, himself. I think it is. I mean, she was just perfect. Scene one. I watched a little bit of Smallville and I was really in a position where I, I almost dove head into it because dove head into head first. Anyways, I, I did want to watch it because when they were inducting like other DC characters and one of my all time favorite TV shows in the world, that's not star Trek is Stargate SG one. You had Michael Shanks as Hawkman. And I was like, dude, if he's in it, I want to watch it. And so that got me a little closer, but I still didn't do it. Right. Um, it's good. I love the Green Arrow and and Smallville. And as a matter of fact, when the Arrow TV show, the new one that you know that came out, right? I watched the pilot episode and I'm like, I don't like this guy. So I didn't watch it for like two <laughs> years. And then they said, Oh, they're bringing in the Flash. I'm like, Okay, this might be good. So I binged and got caught up. And so I got where I like the guy. You know, he's also Casey Jones in the second. Yep. yep. Um, Turtles movie, so... You know, and that guy seems really down-to-earth. He always does the conventions, and the pictures look really great. And I like somebody that embraces it and is good to the people. Me too. He just seems like a genuine guy. And he came back... I mean, I'm, I'm behind. I just, you know, read it. That he came back for the Flash final episode to yep. put in, you know, to close the DC tv universe you know i mean so that's really good because technically they say superman and lois even though it's got the superman from supergirl right. it's not part of that so it's 
that's kind of confusing, but in my mind, they're still the same. I'm I'm finding a way for them to be the same. But <laughs> in your mind, it's he's connected. Just, he's just so good. But um, but that's really cool of him because you know he could have been a jerk. Like I'm not coming back to that. I've moved on. You sure. know so. Let's go to number four. We're going back pretty far to Bud Collier. I'm talking The Adventures of Superman from 1940 through 1951 and The New Adventures of Superman from 66 to 70, which is animated. Yeah, that would be the um, the first one's animated serials, right? I believe so. He's the one that started the, this is the job for Superman. <laughs> um, you know, those just came out on Blu-ray a couple of weeks ago. Do those the need short. to be on Blu-ray, though? Yeah, they've okay. remastered it. it <laughs> I looked... knew you'd say yes, but I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they look awesome on Blu-ray. I mean, I know a lot of people, I, I've been reading online, a lot of people didn't like the way they look because they cleaned them up a little too much maybe, but yeah, the, I detail, the detail is there. I mean, these things like, and obviously we talk about Batman the Animated Series, the look of Batman the Animated Series is heavenly inspired by the original Superman shorts. Oh, I believe it. I mean, they've talked about that a lot, and it's just, I mean, those are just fun shorts. I mean, um, what more can you say about it, right? It's fun, and it, yeah. it beautiful artwork. From, was that the, is that the Max Fletcher stuff? Yeah, the Max okay. Fletcher, yeah. Yeah, I, okay, I, back when I did Dave's Pop Culture Podcast, I was going to do a couple of those episodes. I remember watching some. Yeah, a lot of fun, and they're just and they're like I say, they're just little shorts before the movie, just like you know the uh, Kirk Allen, you know, live action stuff. Sure. But but I mean, it's just they're animated and they're classic animation. I mean, to this day, they're just they're fantastic. Holds up, they, they very much do. Well, speaking of holds up, we got to talk about our top three, and I don't know if you'll agree in the order of this, but. I'm not going to agree with one of them I, at all. I know, I know. Uh, you hadn't heard it yet, so you know it's coming. But number three is George Reeves. So we have Superman and the Mole Men and Adventures of Superman. So we're going all the way back to the 50s. Right. Uh, that's a great show, too. That's just a fun show. Um, it, you know, started off in black and white. Personally, I like the black and white episodes better than the color episodes. There's just something about classic stuff in black and white. Agreed. You know, I know the colors of the Superman uh, suit, so I don't have to have it in color. And it just made it a style of its own. When it went to color, it was fine. I'm not saying the color episodes are bad, but I just like the old black and white ones the best. Well, there's two things to say, right? One, the show started like in black and white, and so you're kind of used to it already. And so it's a big switch when it goes to color. But then again, Johnny, they want to sell color TVs, right? What are they going to do? Right, and it and um, I mean Doctor Who was like that. The first two Doctors were all black and white. Then the third Doctor started color. So, but again, that's every time there's a new Doctor, it's the same show but different. Right. So that was a great way to introduce Doctor Who in color because it's a brand new Doctor. You know, so that was that was, but but the I think to me the the way the series felt like the. Black and white episodes almost had this gritty crime drama feel yeah, to it. Yeah. And then, of course, when you got color, it's a little bit light heart, you know, lighter and everything. So, And we don't have to tell people that you can get away with a lot when filming in black and white. You know, you talk about you can make it look gritty, but you can also make things look more realistic where in color it 
can show how cheap sets can be, and I kind of hate that. Unless the intention is something like Adam West, like they're just having a great time, I'm cool with it. I don't think right. Adam West Batman would have really worked in black and white, but I don't know. I never tried to tent my TV down or anything. Right. No, I'm sure. No, that's part of it. That was um, the 60s. That was Andy Warhol pop, you that know, was. kind of series. So, yeah, the color to me on uh, Adam West Batman, that's part of the charm of the show. The pals yeah. bounds and whatever, you know, that's that's just, you know. It's groovy. Exactly. I love it. Number two, maybe a lot of people's favorite Superman, but I know definitely not your favorite Superman. We have Henry, is it Cavill? Henry Cavill. Cavill. I can never make sure I get it. looks like I did get it right. But, you know, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League. What do you think about Henry? Okay, here is my two-sided opinion about Henry Cavill. Okay. So, I've told you before, when I saw Man of Steel... I left the theater furious. I did not like that movie. I had to go see it a second time in theaters because I was telling Christy, I'm like, I need to go see it again. She goes, was it good? I said, no, I just want to make sure it's that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I said, what did I see? And um, all of my biggest flaws didn't have anything to do with Henry himself. It was just the way he was directed to portray Superman. He was not having fun. Like I said before, this is a comic book movie. You can be serious, but you can still have fun. Batman versus Superman. Well, well, let me let me before we even get to Batman versus Superman. The year before Batman versus Superman came out, a movie came out in theaters. um, The Man from Uncle, right? Directed by Guy Ritchie, starred Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. We walked out of the theater from seeing that movie. Christy and I absolutely loved it. Got in the car and I turned to Chris and said, "Man, I wish they would get that Henry Cavill to be Superman because he could be awesome. Uh, All of the charisma that Superman needed was in the Man from Uncle. He portrayed everything. He would, and so I'm like, oh my god! And basically, it's like they've got the perfect guy. Why are they not letting him be Superman? To me, I know Man of Steel has got a ton of defenders, and please forgive me, but to me." That just was a Superman. Okay. Um, then Batman v Superman came out. I liked him a little bit better. And now the major controversy. I loved him in Justice League, the yeah. theatrical cut. I hadn't even watched the four-hour cut yet because I haven't had four hours to devote to a single movie. You know, as flawed as the theatrical cut of Justice League was, and it's flawed. A Superman had fun. B, Superman was the hero, and Henry Cavill portrayed it, I I thought, wonderfully. So if it wasn't for, let's just say, half of his movies, because I enjoyed him a little bit more in Batman v Superman, um, it got to the, let's see here, Black Adam came out not quite a year ago, but since it's not going to be continued, can I just make a little spoiler about Black Adam? All right, for anybody who hasn't seen Black Adam and doesn't want it spoiled, come back in a few minutes. But yes, you can ruin it for me. Go ahead. Henry Cavill's in the mid credit scene of Superman, and it was absolutely just, I was almost, I just almost jumped out of my seat. Okay. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I had read that he was in the movie. I didn't really know to what, but I felt it was very cameo-ish, and that sucks, man, that they're not going to do anything with it. I hate when movies do that. Yeah, 
I mean, I know the DCEU has been not the best right. um, for DC on, you know, critical, commercial. I mean, it's just been up and down. To me, though, there's been some absolute gems in the series. Um, Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movement, absolute fantastic. Yep. Shazam. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I I, I needed a Shazam movie until I got it, and <laughs> just the my history of working with um, troubled youth, abandoned youth, and like this is all about these people are all orphans, but they come together as a family. That just resonated with me, and I thought that theme was beautiful throughout, and. I left the theater in tears because, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just really enjoy this movie. Zachary Levi was amazing. But just that theme of family run out through the whole movie just really spoke to me. Um, and I'll put that up there as one of my favorite superhero movies. Did it have a good villain? No. Mark Strong was a great actor, but, you know, he wasn't. But it's the origin story. So, you know, sometimes to me, the villain doesn't have to be great in an origin story. Um so, but I love that. Um, and let's say here, Birds of Prey was a lot of fun. <laughs> I like Birds <laughs> of Prey. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's had its ups and downs, but yeah, I wouldn't have mind them. I, I just wish they could have course corrected and kept it corrected and yeah. just, you know, because again, Henry Cavill was not a bad Superman. It's just I didn't like the material he was given and the way he was right. had to portray it. And unfortunately, just, that is a huge part of it you know and yeah. you can have the best people involved but if it doesn't all come together it's not going to work and yeah I, I had somebody on my ask anything episode ask me what i felt about dc kind of doing like a reboot of everything and i'm so conflicted because the dc just I, and you know for anybody who might be a new listener i like everything but i love some things and i tend to love dc and just like marvel and it's cool i mean it, my favorite thing about marvel would probably be spider-man and x-men if i had to be honest going back to the cartoons and stuff but with dc i just love everything batman and all batman villains i'm a big villain guy and i think batman has the best villains and i'd have that conversation with anybody but you know i've always been curious about superman hence part of this episode but I will, as a DC fan, tell you, DC's had some trouble, man. Their movies are just so weird. I don't know why they don't land. It's like you have all the ingredients to make it right, and then the food still tastes bad. I don't know what it is, but I am interested to see what comes out of this new reboot. Yeah. I remember when the first, when the DCEU started, there are... I, I don't know if this is true or not. I just remember the big thing was from corporate, there were to be no humor in any of their movies. Had to be no humor. And it's like, okay, so we're just going to get a series of dour movies every single time? And then when Guardians of the Galaxy hit, and then they try to make Suicide Squad fit into that Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was just a mismatch of so many cooks and nothing turned out i hate I, that's my least favorite dceu movie was the first suicide squad i just i just i left the theater like what was the point what was the purpose of this you had harley quinn which was awesome but why would you have her on this mission you're dealing with someone mystical and she's got a baseball bat 
Because it's Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. No, no, it's no. It's our first I, live I, action. I, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's know, why they but, did that. You know, and the villain was horrible. And the fact that they recruited her, if there wasn't for the fact they recruited her for the Suicide Squad, you wouldn't even need the Suicide Squad to stop her. Right. So, I don't know. It was just it was just a bunch of stuff I didn't like. But going back to Henry Cavill, I know people can't see it, but I have the three, I have four, but the three main Funko Pops from mm-hmm. the theatrical cuts of Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Justice League. And you can tell what they were doing just by his outfit. Like, on Man of Steel, it is, like, on camera, it's almost, you can't tell it's blue, it looks black. Right, right. it's very, it is like, so dark, dark metallic, yeah. Yeah. And so, Batman v Superman, little lighting up. Okay. So, a yeah. little bit better. And then you've got Justice League, very light, very much the Superman. Perfect. You know, Looks so. Looks like Superman. <laughs> yeah, so I keep them side by side, and one day I just look at them, and I'm like, this is just a representation of how Henry was portraying it. Just It just got a little bit lighter, which, again, my Superman, is, Superman is not Batman. It fits Batman to be more dour and everything. Sure. But to me, not Superman. But I know there's people that loves, love, love, loves the Snyder verse. So that's okay. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say too much. But I do have the Zack Snyder cut version of Superman, and it is all black. Oh, well, there you <laughs> the, go. For the Justice League. So. Wow. So I thought that was kind of funny. But now, anyway. You know where that leaves us for number one. Who's the best Superman on this list? Christopher. Christopher Reeves. Okay. You got it yeah. from the. Superman 1 through 4 movies dating 1978 through 1987 and I've always been curious about how you got into Superman anyway but especially with these movies as a kid I used to play on HBO and I used to watch them even before I was a Superman fan they were just they were there you know just something we watched and then in 2001 um, the Superman movies came out on DVD and I thought, you know, I haven't seen them. I never saw three and four. I said, you know, well, I'll buy them, you know. And I sat there and watched Superman the movie, beginning to end, no bathroom breaks or nothing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, all of these feelings from being a kid came back to me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why? You know, it was just like a light bulb went off and like, I loved these movies. Why do I have like the I have the memories of watching them, but I don't have the memories of just loving them? Right. And then I rewatch and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just love this. And then that's when I went back. I started watching Smallville. When Lois and Clark came out on DVD, I was watching it. Then the George Reeves came out on DVD. Super Friends came out on DVD. <laughs> so just anything I could buy, Superman, I was buying, and I was devouring it, you know, just as much as I could. I have, you know, you talk about the original four. I have this one DVD. I got a movie training company. It has all four movies on there. And I was like, this is perfect. I'll have a movie marathon. You know, maybe not in one sitting, but I'll, I'll knock this out. This is a good reason now I have all four movies. Johnny, I have still only seen the first movie. I have, I've never even seen Superman 2. You would probably love Superman 2 because it's villain-focused. Okay. The villain is Zod and, they, and Terrence Stamp. Chef's kiss. He's a, he is a menace. Okay. He, I mean, just his presence alone, which you saw in the beginning of Superman the movie, when they get put in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Phantom Dark Dave. I know that's I know. not where the Phantom oh. came from. I love still. the DC tie-in. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
like, yeah, no. And then I think you would really love because you like seeing alternate. You like watching alternate cuts of movies, right? Of course. Seeing the assembled Richard Donner cut mm-hmm. versus the theatrical cut, it's an interesting watch. Okay. Really. I uh, I actually do own Superman one and two on Laserdisc, so that's kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that awesome. I had to have those, but I I've read a little bit. I don't like to read spoilers, so I'm very careful when I look at highlights of articles and whatnot. And I know the world loves part one, and it seems like the world really loves part two, but it also seems like the world doesn't give two flops about three and four, especially four. Three has its moments. Three has Richard Pryor, right? Well, three has its moments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Richard Pryor was in a Richard Pryor movie, not a Superman movie. Gotcha. And that's no diss on Richard Pryor, but, I mean... It's like we said, it, it's got to work, you know? Yeah, it's, it is what it is. But there's one scene that is Superman versus Superman because of, of Red Kryptonite, and that scene is so good. Okay. Um, and basically he's fighting himself. Yeah. I mean, that's a good scene. Um, fun fact, Lana Lang is in this movie. And Lana Lang is played by Annette O'Toole, who later plays Clark's mama in Smallville. And I love Annette O'Toole because of Stephen King's It, but keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a – there. I mean, well, three had his moments. Four is – It seems like four is an atrocity. It pretty much is. I mean, they cut the budget. It wasn't the – you know – Another company made the movie. Canon Films made it. Oh, um, I know Canon. Yeah, so and they, did they some horror movies. Yep. Uh, so the budget was next to nothing, and you can tell the villain is <sighs> Lex Luthor is in it, but he's not the the nuclear man. Uh, uh, it's just it's just something. It's just uh, it's it's hard to watch. It's not even so bad. It's good, huh? It's just bad. It's just bad. That's I'd rather watch that for Christopher Reeves to go out on a Superman four like that. You've got, I know it, it is sad, but you know what? We've got one and two and they're just fantastic movies. Um, yeah. Like just compared to the Batman original four movies, Oh, you know, wow. everyone talks You're about right. how Batman ended on a, such a bad note with Batman and Robin before it had to be rebooted. I know it was different actors, but still same it was supposed to be the same series. You I've know? never drawn those parallels, but that's amazing. I like I, you just saying that no, because I've seen the Batman so many times. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just funny how that just happened. Four movies and the last one's just universally hated, except for Batman and Robin. I'm a fan. I know you are. That's okay. And if I ever <laughs> talk that movie, I'll bring you on here for it because I like to spread the positivity. Well, um, I did do a podcast with my friend Sean, and his podcast is called "Your Own Crack Mate." <laughs> and um, it's to take a movie or TV show that, you know, kind of doesn't get, you know, get a bunch of hatred and try to give the love for it. You know, and that's, and his whole thing is, we want, you know, trying to dive into why people say, are you on crack, mate? Yep. And so whenever he asked me what I wanted to do, I picked Batman and Robin. Oh, so it had to be between that and the Avengers from the 90s. I did. I think that was on the list. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know you. <laughs> you know, I love that movie, too. That's I watched a, it because of you. <laughs> I know. That was a fun night. It was, man. But let's bring this thing to a close. So out of all these Supermans, you know, I know I know how you feel on something, but you take somebody who's like me. It's one of your close personal friends who values your opinion. If I want to get into more Superman, where do I start? Where, what do I dive into knowing that I've only seen a few things? 
I mean, if you've seen Superman one, I would rewatch it and immediately follow it with Superman two. Try to watch them close together because they were designed to be two films filmed back to back with a continuing story. Three and four, not. But those two, I would definitely start there. Um, do a little bit of Smallville. Okay. Um, basically the first, you know, the first part of um of Superman the movie where you know you see him being raised in Smallville. Yep. It's expanded and it's really good. I mean, it gets a lot of Monster of the Week stuff, but it's fun. That's it's okay. it's a fun show. It's a fun show, and Tom Welling is really good. Um, if you just wanted to get into Superman, I would avoid Lois and Clark. Because, again, it made it more of a soap opera, which I like the show. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you're just wanting to get into Superman, I wonder that. And I would almost try the new one, Superman and Lois. Yeah, you got me with the the parenting aspect, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, for real. I mean, I think that one's really good. And um, with you liking all the classics and stuff, um, the go and watch more of the Flesher cartoons, you know. Because those are just classic. They are classic for a reason. I mean, they have held up all these years, you know. One of my so. favorite phrases is it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker, man. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. And, and it sounds so hokey when I say it that way, but I really do appreciate it because I know you have a hectic schedule. I have a hectic schedule. I'm hard to align with because I only podcast in a couple-hour window on only a couple of days a week. But you made it happen, and – if you can make it happen again, I'd kind of just like to make you my designated Superman guy. And you'll always be, let's be honest, you'll always have the sci-fi realm connection with me. But, hey, maybe in the future I cover the Superman movie, I bring you on and we talk about it. Hey, I would love to. I, mean, I, I, I you're the only person do... I know, Johnny, who got married to the theme song. Hey, that's what we walked out to. That was, I mean, it was, just, it was perfect, too. I mean, it's just the perfect marge. I would even watch Man of Steel again for you and talk about it with you. Okay. Well, we'll maybe put, we'll, ten years later, because that movie came out ten years ago this month. Oh well, see, if I had known that, we would have planned it accordingly. But definitely not going to get that out before this month's over. But we can yeah. stick with the year. I like what you're doing. June thirteenth, two thousand thirteen, because oh. on my wall here is my souvenir ticket. Oh, and you kept it after all these years. Like I say, it's still Superman. Henry Cavill. I mean, you know, it's still Superman. I just not my favorite Superman. So. Johnny, if people want to catch up with you, is there a place where they can you know reach out to you and talk some Superman? Um, my Twitter is the best place. Um, it's Zoyberg1977. I still miss my old Twitter before it got um, poo-pooed. Banned, or, yeah, because <laughs> of lip syncing. Even though now everyone's on TikTok making lip sync videos. But no, I did it seven years ago or whatever and before I got it was my cool. account yep. banned yeah got my <laughs> account banned those down spin doctors <laughs> <laughs> but no that's where i go for most of my you know like pop culture stuff i, I love you know t i talk about music a lot because i do work a lot so i'm in the car a lot and music is great therapy yep so is listening to my so, podcast keep going yeah i need a i need a download some episodes and watch or watch good grief listen to um because i know i've got this the last one you did with randy about uh and julie about star trek oh yeah got to download i've got to listen to it so um well hurry up and do that because there's another one coming very soon okay so yeah i need to i need to do that i'm, I'm gonna that's on my agenda for next week okay so my favorite radio station today 
changed um, formats. So I have lost my favorite radio station. Oh, I found no. out coming home today. So when you sent that text saying, um, it will 4.30 work? I was, I was, and I used talk to text when I responded to you, by the way. I was not typing that out. But I just found out my favorite radio station had changed formats. I'm like, well, there goes, there goes my favorite. So I don't know. <laughs> so, so there's the catalyst. <laughs> Now to listen to more of your podcast again. There you go. I want. I'll pretend I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, no. I I need to. I I I just get these weird spells. Like I will listen to it for like three weeks in a row. Like download all these episodes, and I wish you could see me on the treadmill listening to it because I'm sitting there like trying not to talk out loud, knowing number one you can't hear me, but the people around me can hear me. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, that's that's not so bad because, you know, you blow through some episodes, you wait a while, and then there's all, a whole bunch more waiting on you to come back to. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, so, but no, I'm so glad we got to get this to work out. It's been way too long because, you know, like I say, the last time we talked, I only had one job. Now I'm working a job and a partial job, so, you know, time, windows are short, but. I'm glad we made this happen. I was so excited we got to make this happen. Me too. And since we did it and we had a good time doing it, that will be kind of the energy to want to do it again. So let's not wait a year before we do it again, okay? Definitely not. All right, Johnny. Thanks for taking the time to come talk Superman. But most of all, just catch up with you. All right. Thank you, Dave. There you have it. Catching up with Johnny Staggs. What'd you guys think? Man, it was really cool to get him back on this podcast. Johnny is a close personal friend of mine. I love the guy. He's really cool. He is definitely a man of the pop culture arts. He likes everything from Star Wars to Star Trek, Doctor Who, Marvel, DC, like everything under the sun. But I'm still working on the horror thing. Like, he likes horror, but he doesn't venture out to see a lot of horror. But he likes the original The Blob, so we got that in common. <laughs> I need to get him to do the original The Thing. I don't really know his take on that, but we've talked about it in text. Maybe I'll get him on here to do some stuff. But uh, no, it was really cool to do another catching up episode. I'll need to do a handful of these to get like guests back on the show. And then, of course, I'll mix in some more top fives and everything. But, man, Superman, like... I claim to be this DC guy, but it's mostly like this Green Lantern Batman guy or this... And he talked about Suicide Squad. I, I was biting my tongue. I love that movie. And I know he's cool with me loving that movie. And he means no harm, no foul. But, uh, nah, man. I, I, that may be my favorite. So calm down. <laughs> you know, I'll take Jared Little Joker. That's just how I roll. But that's cool. But I'll let this thing wrap up nice and neat. I wanted to say that I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I hope you have a wonderful day. But most of all, thanks for listening to the All Things Dave podcast. <laughs>